everyone, welcome to the Unashamed Podcast. Absolutely unashamed and totally unashamed. This podcast is brought to you by Nguvu Health. Yes, I said it. Well, my name is Adele Kubeze. I am a psychotherapist. And typically, I'm joined by Sola. You, you already know him, but he's not in the studio with me today. However, I have two amazing human beings with me in the studio. I would be to be having an amazing conversation. I'm excited for this one because it's very different. I don't even know if I should tell you guys what we're talking about, but I'm sure by the title of this podcast, you already know. But anyways, I'm going to let them introduce themselves right now, and then we'll go right into the conversation as we be hot. <laughs> sounded wrong oh so uh, anyways um let's start from uh, i have already in the studio all right do you want to introduce yourself tell us what you do and you know this what you enjoy doing typically hello everyone um my name is Aurelua. um i manage business and partnerships for google health sometimes um i also manage um i also work in products um and my major focus is delivering um, product goals um, for various organizations. I can describe myself as someone who works towards driving goals for different um, organizations and partners. Um, in my spare time, I like to volunteer with nonprofits in various thematic areas, majorly um, education um, um, and healthcare. Uh, yeah, so basically that's a brief introduction. Thank you. And awesome. Okay, but before we go on and stop in here, Adio Lu, how is the audio from Orange and I actually am very passionate about volunteering, so I, I feel you on that one. Okay, so we have someone else in the studio, women pass. I'm not the only female in the studio today. Whoop whoop. <laughs> All right, Munachu, do you wanna like introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Hi, hi, Adizi. Um, so I think, okay, no, I think I'm a lawyer, right? You know, I'm different things to different people, but let me just tell you what I do for work because I mean that's what puts food on my table. So I'm a lawyer, right? right? I I I head the legal and compliance department at a fintech, right? I've been doing that for a couple of years. Yeah, I'm also a travel writer, travel blogger, connect to Twitter people, and travel. Um, content creator so i'm very passionate about traveling and um, creating content around travel majorly budget travel because i mean i'm not a dollar so yeah that's me in a nutshell <laughs> i was about to tell you to show us the way i beg like <laughs> show us the way so we can go anyways that's exciting we're glad to have you in the studio and we're also glad to have you in the studio um i guess like i would start off by asking Muna, like can I call you that, Muna? Do people call you Muna? Yeah, everybody calls me Muna, even though it means nothing, but it's fine. People call me Muna. <laughs> okay. All right. So when did you decide that you wanted to start, like, travel blogging or, like, blogging or writing about traveling? Um, what, like, ignited that passion, if you're even passionate about it in the first place? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, I mean, who passion help? Anyway, so um, I think I've... I mean, I've always wanted to write about travel since I started to travel um, a few years back. But I think I started to do that, you know, majorly, right? You know, get traction August 
of, of this year, like just two months ago. Right. So I'd had like a, a not so good 2022, you know, like literally messed up yesterday on a very bad note for me. And then it was my husband's birthday in August. I thought every time trad singlet boxers let me do something nice for him so i decided to you know so i was, I was saying no, let me let me let me fly him somewhere go somewhere you know and then went on that trip and then i i, I wrote about that trip everybody are you serious you can't go to kigali with are you serious so like that whole the trip went viral but okay i actually thought people knew these things but apparently people don't so let me be the wingman and just write about travel how is, is it for you you know, so just in bullet points, you don't have to go, you know, to my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I don't have one yet. So just, you're literally just seeing it there. I mean, you can, I have like a blog, right? I send out weekly newsletters, you know, as well. But like, even if you don't want to go and subscribe, you can literally just, from my, you can literally just plan the trip yourself. So I thought, okay, there's actually a gap here. I mean, I'm ready to, I'm very, I'm, I'm ready to do this as a hobby and just, you know, share my experiences, get people to share their experiences. And then I also teach about it. So yeah, that's, I think I, I, I said to, travel right majorly in august i mean i've always done you know a bit of that on instagram but i left instagram january this year so i haven't been on instagram for nine months so yeah wow. i started to yes yeah, so i started to write so i became a travel writer in august if, if i say so yeah wow guys by the way we're recording in october so like between august and october it's not been such a long time but it seems mm-hmm. like you've made a lot of impact and people seem to be interested in what you're doing. And so I think that there's so much more to explore. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thank well you. Well done, well done. Okay. I feel, like, I feel like today I'm going to be feeling like, a, like an interviewer, but I'm going to come against that spirit. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, let me ask, all right. All right, when we told you that we're going to be talking about travel and mental health, like what came to mind? Like what were you thinking? Like, as you're preparing for the podcast, like what was the first or second thing that like just kept recurring to your mind? Um, so for me, I was trying to connect the. So I just got back from a trip um, a month ago, a boys' trip, and automatically mm-hmm. when you mentioned it, it just pointed out to the peace and we like the release I got from going on that trip, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because so I'm someone who travels, I travel consistently for work, but it's different when you're traveling for holiday, right? So I remember I went to Ghana for work and everyone was, I came back to Lagos and I was stressed. And everyone was mm-hmm. like, oh, but you went, you went to Ghana, you went, and I'm like, I went for work, for work, it's a totally different ballgame because you're at, at full attention, you are up early you are trying to deliver and meet your goals and expectations like traveling for work is totally different from traveling for pleasure and when you just mentioned of a holiday and when you mentioned that topic those the two disparities came to mind and it was just like okay this is something that needs to be spoken about and discussed because they both have different impacts on your mental health and on you as a person even beyond that the process of um, traveling or planning for your trip sometimes also has an impact on your mental health. And so those are some of the things that actually came to light and came to center well when you brought up the topic. And it just sparked joy to have have some of these conversations or prepared to have these conversations. I know. I was also very excited. Like, first of all, when we uh, when just reached out to me, um, just as a CEO of Google Health, by the way, and said, oh, you know, like, 
there's a travel blogger um named Mona and you know I think it would be awesome if we have her on the podcast and then we also thought oh yeah let's have Oret too because Oret seems to enjoy traveling as well and of course when Google Health is about mental health right and I know like most times we come on here and we talk about ADHD and we talk about anxiety we talk about depression and I think it's so exciting that today we talk about something that seems extremely random but yet, in this conversation, we're going to find how it can absolutely improve our mental health if we're intentional about it. Because emphasis on intentional, like, all right, I like how you said, like, you traveled to Ghana one time for a work, work trip and you came back even more exhausted. And I know that people have shared experiences about how they traveled and they've probably not had the best experiences. But today we're focusing on the good parts of traveling because we're not going to focus on how things might be like not so amazing, right? Um, and so for me, having this conversation and thinking about, oh, like, what is the impact of traveling on your mental health? You know, I know that when we think of traveling, first of all, people are thinking, ah, or more, traveling is for food that. I have money first of all so let's not even go there and that makes me even more glad and grateful that we have someone like Nuna who will talk about traveling from a more economical point of view in fact sometimes when we talk about traveling we're not even talking about traveling out of your country like sometimes it could literally be like traveling to Ibadan if you're in Nigeria and you live in Lagos or like traveling to Abuja which is probably something that you know you might be able to afford but in your consciousness you're just like ah for me to travel, it has to be Dubai, it has to be America, but you can literally start from somewhere that is not so far from you, right? So let me, um, I'm going to share an experience, but let me start with Muna. Um, when you think of traveling and you think of mental health, and let's say you were, you know, going to share your own personal experience with somebody who was struggling, what would you say to them? Like, if you were going to offer travel as an option, why would you, preach traveling to somebody who might be struggling with like feeling stuck or feeling like they're choking in their own air or feeling like they just went through a traumatic experience and they're like in their bubble like do you have any personal experience that you're comfortable enough to share um and i just want you to like go with the flow really because i don't really have any direction that this question is going but i hope you get the sense yeah, I do. You know, I shared how this year started on a very bad note for me. Like, this is one of the worst years of my life, right? I lost my only sibling. Like, we're literally just two children. I've lost my parents a while back. So, we're just all two of us left. He died just very brutally, you know, insecurity and all of that. So, it was it was a very tough moment in my life. I had tried therapy, you know, I've tried to speak to somebody. On, it wasn't working for me, right? And then, but when I wanted to, um, every, travel is my thing, right? As a person, when I'm going through stuff or not, I love to travel. You know, but I didn't even think travel as mental health, right? Until I started, you know, give my husband that better present. I was started to travel. And you know the story of, of, of Rwanda. I went to Rwanda, by the way, with genocide, people losing their family members. And, and that was not even connected. You know, but I mean, I didn't go to the memorial because it was a trigger for me. But it, I had a friend. We met up with a friend in um, Rwanda who just shared a bit about the people. And, you know, just kind of put things in perspective for me. Like, you know, some people have lost literally everything. And every day they wake up and, you know, they, they have a zeal to leave. So travel was literally my therapy travel works and most times it doesn't even have to be like you said going out of the country it could just be getting on a plane right and maybe going 
outside of Nigeria also sort of puts it in perspective because, you know, we're all going through a lot in Nigeria, you know, through a lot. Like, we've seen Shege in different, in different forms, right? So, but like, most of the time when you go out, out, out of the country, it just gives you hope to live again. Like, last, last, even if I don't end up living in Nigeria, at least I can go somewhere else and, and be hopeful. And that travel was literally therapy for me. I mean, that whole journey bettered this whole, um, um, travel letters, travel writing, and also it literally helps. Like it, it gives you hope. You know, it gives you hope, right? You just you hope again. You you just like I don't know how to explain it, but like you, it does something to you, right? Like the most times, even before you enter the plane, for me, the thought of oh, I am going here next week already starts to calm me down. Like before. I woke yeah. up this morning not feeling well. I woke up this morning, I, I, I was just feeling cold, you know, just not, not so well. But the moment I was going to talk about travel, I'm literally wearing a jacket. I mean, some, uh, but like, I said to yeah. feel well. But this is something <laughs> I'm very passionate about. I'm not even joking. I have like series of engagement, engagement this weekend. I'm not cancelling. If it was work, trust me, I was just calling people, this one would die there. So I think that travel just, people should try it. I mean, it's okay if it's not your thing, right? But if, if travel makes you hope again. Do you understand? Like, one of the things I was going through when I lost my mother was, um, like, when came, came to concert was like, I want to see that that person has, has lost everything, there's no job in the back, because I feel like I've almost lost everything, right? I want to see that person. You know, the way you go and see, like, Rwanda, people lost their whole lineage is based on something that was not even their fault. Everybody died. And yet, most of them still have hope again. They've also forgiven, right? I, I, I don't know the full story, but like, it just makes you realize that I don't think going to Rwanda was also, I mean, it was. It was because weather was very cheap. That was the that was the whole idea. I, I went there. The ticket was one eight eight k. I'm like, ah, let's be going to Rwanda now. So it wasn't as if oh, it was going to say anything. It was just like the cheapest country at that point. I mean, I, I wanted to do holiday and better gifts, but more had to do it within my tax bracket, right? So I think that wow. travel travel renews you. Travel not for work now. Traveling on a holiday mm-hmm. renews you. It makes you hope again. Like you just like you want mm-hmm. to leave, but you want to like. Like most times, even if you're most times, you know, at some point I was also very suicidal, it just gives you hope of saying, you know what, at least even if I'm going to stay alive and explore other countries, even if that's the only thing I'm staying alive for, it was staying alive for, just to also explore, like, the world is very beautiful, God is a beautiful creator, right? So if, if, if that's the only thing, like, say, Nigeria would have disappointed me, would have failed me, but like, I'm ready to stay here or, or, or explore and just see like how amazing other people, other places are. So yeah, I think that travel gives you hope. Literally, it, gives, it makes you want to, and travel is my therapy. I tried physical therapy, it wasn't working for me. But when I went to that Rwanda and came back, you know, I became very back. I, I came back to Twitter. I wasn't active on social media when it happened. I mean, I came back mm-hmm. to Twitter. I was tweeting. The same Twitter, you won't even know that, you know, I'm going through these things. But travel just makes, I'm excited to talk about it. I can, I literally do these things for free. People have reached out yeah. to me, oh, monetize it, monetize it. Like, remember that time monetizing them, it, it, that thing, that passion, that's the least. So, yeah, travel mm. gives you a game. So, that's just how. Let me know. Go up to tangent. <laughs> you know what? Like, just listening listening to you talk, I'm already thinking, oh, my God, I wish I had money just to sit down in my account. I'm just going to book a flight today because you're talking about it with so much passion and it's just so infectious. Or, like, I don't know if you feel the way I feel, but, like, um, just hearing Muna, like, talk about her experience and healing. And, Muna, like, thank you for sharing that very um, vulnerable and sensitive experience that you had. Uh, sorry about your loss, but also I'm thankful for the light and the hope 
and just the renewal that you feel in your spirit. And I'm glad that you could find that through traveling, you know. So thank you for sharing. We're so grateful. So I'm going to ask Ore. All right, so like, um, I think like same question that I asked Muna around like just um finding healing through um traveling. Do you have like any like was there like I mean I know you recently traveled and yeah, before so traveling like before yeah go on go on. So funny thing is, as Muna was speaking, um, I I could remember like sometimes in my life. So funny thing is, I remember like a few years ago. I don't know if it if it's maybe just leaving your environment or the fact that you know like you're away from your circumstances at that point just helps relax you. So I, I think like um, this was like maybe 2019 or 2018 and I was contemplating making like some major decisions in my life. So at that point I was contemplating leaving my my job I'd been at for three years um, to either do something else or go do I have an like do an MBA? A uh, funny thing was I had admission, I had the money for the fees, like I had everything ready, and I was just about to leave that job. And I was trying to decide: is this a good time for me to go to my MBA? Should I actually go do this MBA? But and I couldn't like make a decision. It was just really crazy. Like it was just a very very trying time. Like and that period, I just decided to leave. I left Lagos and I went to Ibadan for like two weeks, and I didn't do anything. I just slept woke up and attended to my responsibilities. So I was still working a bit remotely then. And I attended to my responsibilities for like two weeks without any pressure, any, and I just chilled. And at the end of two weeks, I decided what I was going to do because in that space, I was able to get clarity without any external pressure, without, I was able to get clarity on what I wanted to do. And I came back to Lagos with like a new figure. In lots of times, like you mentioned, it's not even about going far or like taking a train ticket. For me, it was a train. I just took the train. And the train ride enough was two hours and I was able to just relax and think. And I got to Ibadan. I just basically had a good time with my friends, stayed indoors and just thought about my, my process and what I wanted to do next. And that just helped me transition into being a better person and into like my current role today. Even subsequently, my last trip was supposed to be, was one where I really needed to take it because I'd been actively working for the past two years without any break. And it, I'm basically, I work in high, in high pressure positions that, um, for companies that are at the like, early growth stage. Early growth stage that requires like, a lot of execution and there's a lot of pressure. And I was at the point where I was, I, I'm someone who is very chill and calm, and I will see myself snap at people. I'm getting to that point where I was getting despondent or snapping at people. And just taking that trip alone, waking up in a different country, with seeing Lake Victoria and just like chilling without having any primary responsibility. Like it was hard for me not to check in on work and all of that, but just being away and being away from that pressure was excellent for my mental health, and it just helped me. Um, relaxed, distressed. And now that I'm back, I'm back to doing things a lot more better and just executing at a better speed. So for me, I think it's just, it's not just traveling. It's about traveling like somewhere away from your pressure 
right? Or just detaching yourself from whatever thing is stressing you or is or is putting like has that pressure or has that negative impact on you so that you can experience something new experience something fresh go out see sites i remember when i went to ibadan like my friend made sure that we went to all the sites we went to art galleries did a lot of fun stuff days that we're not going out we were just sitting at home working relaxing doing things that i enjoy so a lot of a lot of times it's just being able to experience another person an alternate reality. So that I think that's the that's the word. Being able to experience an alternate reality from what you're used to can just help distress you and influence your mental health positively. Oh my god, thank you. I'm going to like say some of the things that I've heard you Amuna like say and then I'll also like share, you know, my own um two cents. Monella has said, like, travel makes you hope again. And I think that's such a big one. Already you had shared that traveling gave you clarity. Um, Muna has shared that, you know, like, traveling helps you, like, stay. It gives you a reason to stay alive. It renews you. It reiterates the point that the world is beautiful. And if you're someone who believes in God, that he's such a creator, travel is her therapy um already also said that like traveling helps you with like the period in your life where you wanted to make a decision it helps you in the period of transition um travel has helped with grief it has helped with decision making i think that um I, i agree with everything you guys have shared like for me i i remember this very significant trip that i had made right after i think it was nysc and i was just trying to figure out like what i was going to do next <laughs> and i traveled to ghana i believe i was there for like three months um and it was, there's a lot of complication with that trip because i went for research but it was a very random trip but i just felt like i needed to be away from my confused <laughs> state right i needed to step away and just breathe and think and also work and um I also have like I have a friend who recently you know she's Greek and you know she just recently went to the loss of a loved one and decided hey like let's travel let's be away from this um situation that is constantly reminding you of the pain and step away and see that there's so much more happening outside of the darkness that you might be going through you know and for her that trip symbolized that there's still life people are still breathing there's still air and even though it might not provide all of your healing it just gives you a sense of hope right and i remember that one time when i was talking she said that like and i think also you said it like it's not only at the point where you're traveling that you get excited like for me sometimes it's like even if i'm traveling next year december <laughs> like the the, the 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 whole fact that that trip is going to happen next year december and fun fact you might not even have all the money for that trip like you might even just be in the process of saving up like maybe you just put your first 10k aside but the hope and the excitement that that trip is going to come up in december of 2023 already gets you excited and for me that's therapeutic because in therapy we're often preaching or oh, like is there something in your life right now that you're excited about is there something that you're looking forward to you know um, somebody who might go through depression might be at a point where it's like there's nothing else like nothing you know your work is already like 
it's something you do every day. Maybe your friends, you already see them every day. And there's nothing outside of what you're already used to. And so when you think of something as therapeutic as traveling, it gives you something else to like look forward to, even if it's not happening right now. Now, the magic in traveling is that you feel excited before it happens. You feel excited when it's happening. And you're still excited after it happens. And if you agree with me, just feel free to interrupt me because, because it's true. Like, you've taken pictures, you've made videos, and even if you're not even about that, like, like I met somebody who traveled to South Africa for the first time, and I'm like, oh, show me pictures. And he's like, oh, no, I didn't take any picture. I just absorbed everything. But for him, he will still talk about South Africa and be excited for it because he was present in that moment. And in that moment, it felt like nothing else mattered. And so, you know, like, that's my own, you know, my own contribution to the whole conversation. That when you think of traveling, like, I also want to talk about the time frame. Let's talk about the time frame. Because I feel like for some people, it's like, if you don't have one month to travel, what's the point of traveling at all? <laughs> no, so, like, what you can do as little as five days. My last trip was five days. And like you said, um, a week late, I was already counting down in the office. Like, everyone, I was excited. I was psyched. <laughs> like, I've done my leave notes for my colleagues. Like, guys, this is what you're going to, this is what you're going to, I've been giving them, like, a countdown. I remember, like, even yeah. when we were, like, um, so I had to, like, go through several countries, and I was with, with my friends, and I didn't even feel, like, the downtime where we had to wait for flights. It wasn't, it, it didn't even feel tough. Like, it was a work trip. I'd be tired out of my mind. But I wasn't anxious. I wasn't stressed i was just relaxed and we got to our destination at like 3 a.m we're still at like 2 a.m we're still up and in high spirits till like 5 a.m by like 10 everyone was up we saw the sunrise like it was it was beautiful so the whole experience i think that's also another thing like like you said planning the trip a lot of times like looking forward to being able to experience an alternate reality a different environment experience someone else's story and also help relieve whatever pressure or whatever challenge that you're having with your mental health and it's good it has like immense and positive impacts like what Muna said like just going on that trip alone experiencing someone else's story i remember when i used to do like non-profit work and i had to like travel across nigeria and people would be like oh don't you get tired I was like, I get joy from this, like going to, going to like a rural village in Austrian state and seeing like hearing people's stories, although some good, some bad, but the, the good thing for me is you are experiencing something new and whatever thing um, that might be stressing at that point will feel mm -hmm. very inconsequential and that can just mm -hmm. give you temporary release or relief and help you right. make necessary decisions that you need to move. And I feel like some of the best trips I've had are like within Nigeria. Honestly, I remember a friend of mine, like I think it was last December, he, he, he lives in Lagos, and then they went to another part of Lagos and stayed there for three days. And he still talks about it, like, like it was probably life changing for him like just being away and that's the thing like when we think of travel it doesn't even have to be so far away like sometimes it might even be for some people it's traveling to the village in december and they find a lot of therapy from it because it's like you moving away from 
your daily hustle and daily life. Because remember, your life is a combination of your experiences. Like whatever we're doing today is what we're going to remember tomorrow as the 22nd of October. There is no opportunity to rewrite that. And so our life is really a combination of perspective, lessons, experiences. And if you have an opportunity to add more color, like rather than staying at home every day, you know, even if you're introverted, extroverted, it doesn't even matter. Being able to like move and add a new story to like your life is what you would remember tomorrow as the life you lived anyways. Um, but yeah, Muna, I also want to give you an opportunity to like respond to that in terms of like time, because I feel like that's a big one for people. Apart from finance, people feel like, oh, I work a really busy job. Will I ever get the time to even travel? Like, I never get, like, a one-week break. Like, what would you say to people like that? Anyway, okay, so I work 9 to 5, right? I work at a fintech startup. So, you know, fintech startup, there's even no mental health, right? But I think that if you work 9 to 5 anywhere in the world, at least I know that you're entitled to some days off. Like, you're entitled to leave in a year. So if you work in a place where you're not going to leave, then I, I think that's a bad working environment already right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway and we have public holiday nigeria has been known as a country of public holiday i know that most times we also work public holidays or there's even no monday to sunday from the work that i do but i work remotely right that goes great i'm going to out of the country next week and i'm not on leave but we're going to leave yeah so i think that i think that i think that people that prioritize people that love to travel don't ask don't they, they don't they don't ask these questions, I'm sorry to say. Like, people that, I mean, even Ora was, we how busy, you know, he travels for work and everything. You find time, right? I think find time. Like, I, I don't think I've spent in, in I, I, I don't think I've spent more than one week in a country. The guys I spent is 10 days and it was in England because I was, I was with my friend. So, free accommodation, right? I mean, and England is just like, you know, like, second home for Nigerians. There's literally nothing so touristy, just like a place to rest and shop, you know. So, Take time off. Like for Rwanda, if it's women and families in Rwanda, you'll be tired. Right? So you can always find time, right? You can always find time. For instance, at the, at the beginning of the year, I know all the public holidays in the year already. I know from, like, I already know. So I stacked on my leave with those public, um, with, with those public, public holidays. So I'm, tra I'm, tra I'm just traveling. I'm going to travel. I'm traveling next week. Right? This trip was supposed to happen last week. So it was during the, um, Muslim holiday. And then I had planned it, but it, it, it didn't work out that way, right? Something came up. So you can always plan it, you know. So you take um, Friday and Monday off. You take Friday, Monday, Tuesday off, for instance. That's three days. For some that's five days. You've gone to Senegal, you've come back. You've gone to Gambia, you've come back. You've gone to Kigali, you've come back. You've gone to Kenya, you are back. So I think the thing is just planning. Yeah. So, the thing is, I've also summary that, you know, I pushed for the travel, right? That's like my, my, my forte. As a budget traveler, you're a planner. You don't, you, you know, spontaneity is for rich people. So I saw an event for the people that have money. People like us, we don't have that luxury of, hey, okay, so I said, you know, somebody said to do something nice for you, you know, but as a budget traveler, you don't have that. So you plan based on things that are cheap. So I don't, 
I don't have like this where I say if I don't travel 11 to no, I go and check the area for cheap ticket and put my leave or whatever around that time that that cheap ticket is going to be cheap. So the cheap, the cheap ticket controls me. I don't control it. So do you get so? But you have money. Uh, hey, you can now say yeah. it's not 13 to 14. I know they go. You have money there. But for the rest of us, the ticket cheap on the Monday. I'll take leave on that Monday so I can we, we, we run. I'm starting just finding time and planning. Right? Yeah, so and just, another thing is. Let me just do Ibom Resort. So I called Ibom. 
flight was like 50, um, 50k, so most of us was 200k. I'm putting things in perspective. I called them, they're like, oh, hotel, breakfast, they'll give us a 109. We breakfast, 109 in Ibon Resort. I'm like, hey, that's my one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that's my one. There was if it's something, K, it was like, no, I think they included lunch or dinner or something because it's Ibon. You have to be eating the right. It's just like all inclusive. Mm-hmm. I looked at it like, if I take Obina there, it'll be great. But imagine me saying, oh, I took Obina to Rwanda. When I, I didn't even spend that much time spending Ibon, you carry more weight. Because they are flying across waters and seas, right? And then when right. I went to, uh, when I checked, Kigali was 188k flight. In defense, it's not even a lot. I mean, we're going to Kigali, right? He's getting his passport stamp. That's another country that he has been to. The hotel that we stayed with, it's even when I was just stressing myself, one of the hotels I stayed with was cheaper than one resort, and it was five star. It was amazing. It was nice. So most times, if you actually, like, so that's one of the things that I do. I interview people. People are traveling on a budget, but you will not know. If you see the Instagram pictures, the belts and the yeah. women are spending a lot of money. They are not. I'm the one telling you that they are not spending as much as they think they are spending. A friend of mine went to London, Paris, and Malta. She spent a little over a million. I'm getting her to come and share the story on travel letters because me, so I want to know how you did it. Wow, that's right. That's, one, one, that's babe, one babe shared that's on amazing. Twitter. Yeah, one babe shared on Twitter. She, she went to Senegal and Gambia for several decades in August. In August, two countries. Wow. I thought, you know what, just come and share your experience with, with me so I can write about it. So people are actually, you see that picture, you think that they are, no. So people actually buy um, book hotels based on miles. I, I have, I'm, 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 I have discounts on booking.com because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an avid traveler, right? So most of them, I get a lot of discounts. So you probably see me in a Hilton and thought I paid. No, the idea they're giving me 10% off. And a, a bunch of other places too. That they're actually very beautiful and luxurious, actually, but very affordable. Like, because most places are also out of the city, they are like inside, inside remote areas. I mean, if you're traveling with someone, right, and it's beautiful. So, leave, so I think people just, if you love to travel, it's, it's not about, oh, I have to people just travel, oh, it must be Europe. So, where, where, where white people are for pictures, but there are also a lot of beautiful. I mean, I, can, I don't see people that are traveling to Rwanda because of my Rwanda story. I mean, 50 people that I know personally. Some people have also gone and I don't even know based on my travel letter, they planned the trip without even without me knowing. So yeah, yeah, look beyond America, look beyond UK. Nothing to do with UK apart from London, I go to very beautiful places, yes. Very the beautiful places around us. Cape Verde used to be a very beautiful place, just that um connected flights were stopped. I wish it'd be it's another beautiful cheap flight that was like one hundred fifty K. Then COVID happened and it stopped. So I, so yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with you, but what I'm trying to say is that if you really like travel, you make it work. You make it no, work. No, I think me. so. I think one thing that is really, really valid for me is that um, the takeaway is that you don't have to be extremely, and I know wealth is um, you know, very subjective, right? But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you can give up some things to be able to shape up to travel. Like, even if you don't have the luxury of, like, putting, like, even when I say 120k, and for somebody else, I'm going be like, oh, my God. But I know sometimes, like, if you're someone who goes to the movies or you like to go eat, you know, eat at restaurants, sometimes you might be able to say, oh, like, I'm going to shape up this amount of money, even if it takes you a longer time. Or you're able to like go, and that's if it's something that's important to you. I know that when we're talking about all of this, one thing that Aura said was take a break because that's something that we don't do a lot. And if you even check it, like a lot of conversations around burnout, people are getting burnt out, 
And one way that we can, you know, help ourselves is to take a break. And sometimes taking a break can, can look like taking a trip. And it doesn't even have to break the bank if you prepare for it. I, I know I used to have a colleague then that said to me, I work so I can travel. And for her, it was a big deal. It was important. For some people, they work so they can buy lands and they can buy properties. And it's also very important. But I mean, like when you begin to prioritize something, like Mona said, you would find a way to, to you know, make it work. And that's important. Mona, I'm going to start with your letters. Like, how can we read it? Like, tell us um, where can we find you? How can we follow up on your travel story? Um, before you respond, I'm asking because I've also found that for me, countries that I have, I'm not able to go to now, but I hope to, I go watch like people's travel blogs and it also gets me excited and relaxed. Um, as I hope I'm prepared that I can go one day. And so I think like reading your story and following your journey might also help a couple of people realize that it's possible, you know. So how can we like follow up and, you know, read your stories? Yeah, so um it's monachi dot dot com. Monachi M U N A C H I dot dot com. So yeah, you go there, you subscribe and it comes directly to your email. I can also just read, read, on, read up on past countries, everything about um, Senegal, Rwanda, Lebanon, um, um, Egypt, um, Kenya, right? You can read up on all of those countries. All of those countries, people do not spend more than up to a million era. So I write on budget, affordable countries, you know, that people don't have to spend up to a million era, right? So you can follow me on Twitter too, um, Muna Chim, so with, with four O's at the back of the Muna Chim. You know, so yeah, I'm following I, you right I, now. Yeah, so I share very, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I just literally, but I can't go to all the countries. Yeah, so I get people to also come and share their experiences. I mean, people have dragged me a lot on Twitter to say, oh, how, oh, it's unrealistic. It's un-. Nigerians just like don't like to say a lot of things because we, we like exclusivity, right? I know somebody had messaged me to say, oh, because so I did something I didn't think was an issue, but looking back now, me, I think I would, have, I would have done better. So this day, posted a picture of somewhere in the country. I was like, ah, with 286k flights, you can go to this place, right? So she, and my friend of mine was like, oh, she, 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 she talked about it in her close circle to say, oh, my holiday. I thought maybe Mona, you didn't have to be that passionate with somebody's holiday. But like, people want you to feel like, oh, I'm in Monaco. Oh, rich people, God, when? We like it. No matter how much we try to form, oh, no, I don't want to. We like it. We say, God, when? Can this be me on your pictures? Wow, you have money, rich auntie. We like all of those accolades, right? But you don't have to spend as much. Like, if I'm going to, um, if I, like, when I went to um, Rwanda, to say gorilla is about $300. I didn't say gorilla because I can't afford to say gorilla. So go and see wildlife is expensive. So I, I won't do those expensive ones, but I'll go to um, Rwanda and do the cheap things that I can do. Right, when I went to Turkey, right, um, Turkey is actually a very affordable place to go, just that they stopped um, um, issuing e-visa to Nigerians with um, UK, Schengen, or US um, 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 visa on, on their passport. It was very cheap, but when I went to, um, so I also always do two countries at a time when I was, you know, back in the day, because it was cheaper for me. So when I was going to England, flight was about 320 something K. I went on Turkish Air, so I spent five days in Turkey, continuing my journey. Right. The hotel I stayed in was fifty dollars. I shared with a friend that said that's twenty five dollars for for the five days. And the flight to the the flight from Istanbul to um to Cappadocia is fifty dollars. So when we, when we got to there, for there was like a free bus taking people there for I don't know if it was ten dollars or something ridiculous like that. But if you see my Cappadocia pictures, fire, 
travel can really boost and help your mental life. It can help like expand your view on the world, help you with appreciation life, help you with, you know, um, in times like if someone who wants to write a book, like I know I used to listen to like Yvonne Oji and she was like, or in society, write a book. She took a trip to Mexico and stayed there for a month and stayed in the room and just looked at the oceans and wrote a book. If you're someone who cannot afford to go to Mexico, maybe, you know, go to Landmark Beach and sit down there. <laughs> like, just pretty much um, move around if you can. Um, I remember one time visiting Makoko community in Lagos, Nigeria. And for me, it was a transformative time seeing that in the same Lagos that I live in, people live like this. So sometimes your trip is not even luxurious. Like, like Muna said, it could just be like a trip where you're really just going to, to gain more insight into the fact that even when you think like life is really tough on your end, you know, going and seeing that other people are going through even maybe worse and they're coping can also give you a better appreciation towards life as well. So it, it's, it's on both angles, right? Sometimes you go to the luxurious places to kind of hope and aspire. Sometimes you go to the places where it's not so great to kind of have a better appreciation of life as well. So, yeah, um, thank you so much, Ore. Do you have any last words before we wrap up? Um, you know the podcast for today nothing on my end nothing on my okay end. i'm just going to link up with mona so my next yeah. trip because i have two trips coming up soon so i okay. still want to plan some so mona can give me tips inside tips <laughs> inside tips right awesome i'm so excited i can't wait to listen to this podcast because it's even inspiring me some more so like take it more intentionally i feel like travel is something that if you don't really care for it it might never happen like i know i've spoken to people even in in, in um, people who are abroad like you could be in canada studying in toronto or working in toronto and you might never tr- you might never go to manitoba just because you know in your mind it's like you know i'm already abroad anyways but really even if you're abroad like you can explore the world because the world is so big i was saying abroad because we're all speaking from nigeria currently um but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the episode um it is not your typical mental health episode however this is a very powerful message to anyone who was probably contemplating traveling or who was looking for something new that you can explore um this is definitely one that you should look out for and also like check out muna um and you know follow her story it might inspire you as well and if you want to have any further conversations around this you can also reach out to the google team and we'll be more than happy to like respond to you Thank you all for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. We like to end the episode, guys, by saying something. Okay, we like to say all feelings are welcome here. So we're going to try to say it together. All right? So you can unmute your mics and we will try. And hopefully it's not a disaster. Are you guys ready? So we like to say all feelings are welcome here. All right? All All feelings feelings are welcome here. here. That's fine. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right, that's the end of our recording. Thank you so much. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I actually like I'm so excited. And you know what? This is actually like when you think of traveling, it's like it's more motivation to work hard because I mean there's money to be made so that you can see the world and travel. Thank you guys. It is currently 2.03 so that we don't take any much time from you and Ore. Ore, have you gotten to where you're going to? 
yeah, a while back, a long time, long ago, long ago. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I would head in Okay, 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 cool. Muna and Ore, hopefully when we reach out to you in the future to like record another episode, I hope you would grant us, you yes, know, happy, this happy time. To be back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you. Julius, are you still here? Yeah, 